1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Neal the rebound.
3: Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Oh! He it in! He backed it in! And the game is
0: tied! We're going to overtime! Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Oh, Oh, what a thicken! Double time! Miles Turner. Yeah. Welcome to the NBA, my
2: friend. Turner sets the screen. Oh oh, oh, no! no. Don't let him throw it down like that. Victor on the deep.
0: Throws it back to Oladipo. Stevenson behind, drives inside. Stevenson, and a chance for a three-point play.
2: He just headbutted the Stanton. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast.
1: Welcome back to episode five of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook, sitting next to me. As always, Eric Hawk, Jake Light. Guys, how's it going today? It's good. The weather's good. Uh, Pacers lost.
0: In a Summerlin game, but, you know, we move on.
4: Couldn't be better. TJ Leaf looks like he's starting to put the ball in the hole, so that's better than the first time I watched him. So we're getting better every day, and hopefully uh, we continue to get better. With the rest of the uh, summer league stuff. Yeah, I'm not sold on TJ Leaf, I still think he sucks. We'll get we'll get a lot more into that later.
1: I mean I see it feels like every podcast we're talking he about. He reminds TJ me a lot Lee. he reminds <laughs> me a lot of Dan
4: Hartley, honestly. <laughs> just the worst. Very well, good.
1: Anyway, today we do have a special guest on the podcast. But first we want to address the elephant in the room, which is we told our listeners last week that there was potential that we would be doing a recording today of a former Pacers All Star. Um well, that kind of fell through. We got uh, something better. We got something better for you guys. So we're still working on that interview. If not, we're just going to use an episode sometime in the next couple of weeks to completely bash this this guy. I will say I got some DMs about people thinking it was Danny Granger or Roy Hibbert. You set your expectations way too high. Yeah, way lower scale. <laughs> way lower scale. But anyway, we do have a special guest on the podcast today. We are... Uh, Meeting with the Moderate Spice blog, which is uh, actually com. did I say that right? Moderatespice.com. Moderatespice.com. See, I do yeah. I, I practiced these things before the show and I still can't remember. Um, so you guys are a new blog, blogging website. So uh, actually I have Brian Beachy and Kirk Beachy here, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so uh, first off, before we get started, is Brian and Kirk your real names or are they your guys' pen names online?
2: <laughs> they
3: are our real names.
1: Be I mean, pretty bad pen names. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right.
5: All right. So, uh, what is the meaning of moderate spice? So moderate spice. I mean, we live in a kind of hot take era. Um, you know, everybody's kind to of have extra spice, extreme spice. We're trying to tone it down a little bit. We're not trying to be Skip Bayless level, but you know, we like to bring a little bit of heat. Okay. So uh, that's where we're at. Like we try to do. We try to mix the brows, go a little bit low, we get a little bit silly, satirical. Um, maybe, we hopefully, we'll bump it up. you do medium, high brow kind of stuff. So that's kind of what we're trying to do. Keep it.
0: Somewhere in the middle of TJ Leaf is the next Larry Bird, and TJ Leaf should never be in the NBA. That's where you guys operate, <laughs> we right lean, in
5: that middle ground. We lean towards the ladder. Okay. Yeah,
3: it. definitely towards mm-hmm. the ladder.
5: <laughs> um, so when did you guys start the blog? Um, I think it's been three weeks now.
3: Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it was actually fresh. basically right when you guys started. Where did yeah. the idea just, come
5: from? Um, so Kyle, who is our other brother who's not with us today, but um, he he and I both like to write. We've always liked writing. Um, and during the playoffs, I covered, covered in quotations, the Pacers and Cavs series. I just wrote about, like, post-game autopsies and, you no know, previews of the next game. And I just sent it to my friends, got some good feedback. So... I knew I wanted to keep doing that, um, so I talked to Kyle, and he wanted to get something going where he can write about whatever he wants to write about. Um, he, he kind of brings the more spicier takes. Um, so, we just had the idea, let's just start a blog, and like we can write about whatever we, we want to write about. just so happens that it's um, most often the NBA, and particularly the Pacers, but like we, we try to get some other stuff in there too, movies, music, etc. Yeah,
3: we've, so. we've had a couple movie reviews, and uh, an article or two on yeah, music,
0: Jurassic Park one, and then uh, Incredibles one. I read yeah, too, yeah, yeah.
3: And there's a pretty pretty popular beard and yoga pant article out there as well.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't see that in my life. So, <laughs> how, how do you guys just go for topics? Do you just like whatever's popular, or whatever you're just feeling, or just is it still kind of coming to you, or it's, is it just it's, it's a
5: little of both, like whatever we feel like writing at the time, if we have time, it's basically whatever we're passionate about in the moment, yeah. or whatever our friends are passionate about because. We try to, you know, get our friends involved too because we have a lot of smart friends who are into pop culture and sports. So, and they're interested in writing. So we're gonna bring them out, bring them on board, um, and see, you know, what we can, what content, yeah, that's, content we can produce. It's a
3: collaborative effort, for sure.
5: Yeah. yeah. Is there anybody,
1: viewers, uh, that you're specifically targeting? Uh, I know you kind of are across the board there a with
5: demographics-wise. This, yeah, sports and. Great question.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, that is a good <laughs> put, question.
5: Put you on the spot. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, we're trying to, you know, specifically go after I think Pacers fans first and foremost because that's kind of a, the core of what we've been writing about so far. But um, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna try to put out good content and you know, over time, try to build something up, build up a base. So
0: I like it. And I think that's how you got to start. You got to have those humble beginnings, so to speak, and. Yeah, it's kind of word of
5: mouth. We're fully aware that not going and kind of niche route is probably not the best way to you know, build a base, but we're just trying to have fun. and you know, yeah. making our You're hobby. doing what you like to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. One thing we've learned, and here's some advice, is
4: when you're starting <laughs> off, you got to have a lot of free stuff. <laughs> yeah, See, that's how you get the retweets. That's how you get the followers. Yeah. People love free stuff. Just give like,
0: stuff away for free, and people like I can give away it. my
4: socks right now, and be like at least 15-20 retweets. You know, go I mean, touch these one time
1: at a game. Yeah.
4: the Luis
0: Scola jersey. I mean, that was just flying <laughs> off the skull. retweets. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was a shirt that you had worn. Fairly, <laughs> A fair number of times.
0: Yeah, like the day before I gave it, it to the guy. just posted
1: on there as a joke, and it ended up still with, like, 30 or
2: 40 yeah. So it was well, a little faded from shout one. Shout out Rev Diesel. Shout out to Rev, Rev Diesel. Diesel.
5: <laughs> um, so, so you're saying I should break out my VHS of the and see how many... I mean, it's, it's worth out. a start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's love. a relic, I think, at this
0: point. <laughs> yeah, So, is. Go for
5: it.
1: Um, so anyway, uh, we kind of mentioned the pacers there, so... Uh, I don't know if you guys have been really tracking. They've made quite a bit of moves to start off the off season. Uh, one, Number one, uh, not bringing Lance Stevenson back. Uh, first day of free agency, they signed uh, Doug McDermott, uh, aka McBuckets. And then they also went out and got Tyreek Evans and Kylo Quinn. So my question to you guys is, what do you think about the moves? Do you think that sets the Pacers up good uh, for the beginning of the season next year? Pretty much just what you guys take on uh, what they've done so far to start off the off season.
3: Um, for me, I think they have improved. Um, they're going to be better, especially on the bench, because I envision I envision Tyreek and Doug replacing Glenn Robinson and Lance Stevenson in the in the bench unit. Uh, scoring what, and playmaking is going to be upgraded.
1: bench, coming off the bench? I did. Yeah, okay. We have yeah. We'll or, address that here. We tonight. have a big okay. argument okay. Okay. Here. We okay. can get into yeah. it, yeah. Continue on.
3: But, yeah, I think th- I think they're better for sure. I think O'Quinn will help to kind of take over Trevor Book- Booker's role from last season. Um, but, I'd, I mean, they'll be better, but I still don't see them making a huge run in the playoffs. Um,
5: I, I think, I mean, I, I really like their moves this offseason. I, I think do, yeah. Move. Eastern Conference Finals. That's probably um,
3: the ceiling, I would say.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, depending on how, the health of the other teams is always a big question mark. I mean, I mean, the if health if, of Boston, Pacers team. if
1: Boston is healthy, I mean, people say LeBron left, but Boston clearly, I don't even know who Cleveland would have brought in if he would have stayed, but Boston right. clearly had a better roster than the Cavs. And had they had Kyrie, Hayward... Who else was hurt? I don't even remember. Was somebody else hurt? Oh um,
5: Smart was injured. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean they were yeah, they were big guys all big yeah. People yeah. forget yeah. they
1: were up too low when they were playing with a bunch of young guys in now Horford. So yeah. I mean that's pretty much kinda of where yeah. I see it too ceiling wise, is an Eastern Conference Finals Championship. Great if they make the finals, but I mean you also have the Celtics who are a really good team that yeah. will probably win the East.
0: So are we just discrediting Philly? Do we think we're clearly better than Philly? I'm um, I'm, not,
5: I'm not sold on Philly. And I'll tell you why. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
5: I think they looked solid last year until so, you know at the end. They went on this big run, and that was brought on by one, they played an awful schedule, and two, they brought in Bellinelli and Eliasova, and that they changed their team. Like, I mean, those are like replacement level guys, but they looked totally different once they got them. And now those guys are both gone. Who do they bring in? They didn't bring in anybody.
3: They they haven't, but they they did recently. They brought in Wilson Chandler, and then they signed a like a. Ilya Silver replacement, some uh, some guy from uh, Minnesota. Too,
5: yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Belichick. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah,
4: so yeah. I mean, Milka, to me, it's
5: like if Holtz shows up this year, I mean, that's a different story. But yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think.
2: I don't. I don't not. think they really improved.
5: Yeah, the but, the biggest
1: question I have with Philly is, yes, they're obviously talented. You have Ben Simmons, who is going on his third rookie season, and then you got uh, who's, who's Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> And then Fultz, obviously. The biggest question with those three especially is health. You look back, I mean, Embiid's been in the league since 14. How many full? I mean, obviously they were trying to not play him in back-to-backs there for a while, but eventually one of those guys will get hurt. I mean, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting on one of those guys getting hurt for an extended period of time. And then Embiid, you saw last year, he got hurt right before the playoffs. So if one of those guys goes out, it's fair game. Specifically between Simmons and uh, Embiid.
4: Yeah, I I think I'm a lot more worried about Boston. I I just think they have a better team dynamic. I think obviously the 76ers might have a more, I don't even think they really have a more talented roster than Boston. I know a lot of the hype goes with Embiid and Simmons, but I think there's a lot of question marks about how Simmons' game is going to translate to the playoff level. Um, I don't think he did that great in the playoffs, honestly. He can't shoot. So, I mean, you force him to shoot, and all of a sudden you have a different game. And obviously in the regular season, teams getting up and down the floor. You know, some nights a team just doesn't show up. You know, whatever. It's the third game in five nights, and they're ready to go home or go to the club or something. You know what I mean? So I I do – I think that maybe Philly – they have some talent, but I'm much more worried from a Pacers fan's fans perspective about Boston because of all of the different dynamics and lineups that Boston can play against us. I just think it's a much tougher matchup for us. Yeah, I,
3: I think a forgotten team is Toronto, too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> – Who? Oh, yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah. I think – Everyone's writing them off. Going into this offseason, if LeBron stays in the East, I would have wanted – if I was Toronto fan, I would have wanted them to blow up the roster. Yeah. But now that he's gone, I'm guessing they're going to keep their core the intact.
5: There's not really a reason they shouldn't. I, be. I think what they We had that debate once. Yeah, they too. bring in a new, guy, new coach, new which coach. Is, he really
1: isn't new. He wasn't he was an assistant for them last year. But I think they're like, we're going to give this one more run, see if the coach is the problem. The and coach of the
0: year might have been the problem. That's yeah, it could have been
1: the problem. They've invested so much money in those guys that they just felt like they had to fire the coach
4: of the year and see if they could get beat in the second round by another coach. If if you guys were, I just kind of going a little off topic, but if you guys were real, like, hardcore Toronto Raptor fans, I mean, would you rather them keep this together one more year to take a shot, or would you rather kind of sell those pieces off and maybe try to rebuild? Because I think if it doesn't work out this year, I think especially Lowry and DeRozan, I feel like as trade chips, their value goes down a little bit because it's mm-hmm. kind of like four or five years in a row they haven't been able to do it on the biggest stage. So if you were a Raptors fan, would you prefer they went for it one more time or just went ahead and start this rebuild and kind of jump-started with those two guys as the main trade chips? And
5: Valanciunas. I, I would probably go for it. Okay. Um, I mm. think with Lowry, you're probably not going to get too much. Mm. He's getting paid a lot. He's, yeah. what, 33? He's 32 30 or 33. Yeah. You're not going to get a lot for him. DeRozan, you might you'll get more, but... Um... I mean, why not run it back one more time? Yeah,
3: I would, especially with LeBron out now.
5: Yeah, that's what I was going to
0: say. LeBron's no longer running around in the streets of Toronto like if the Jogger.
1: If you can't get at least to the East – I mean, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals once, but if you can't get there again without LeBron there, which has been their biggest roadblock. Kill it. Then you kill it, especially since, I mean, their contracts are probably coming due in the next – Two seasons or something yeah. like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, the we to maybe bring long, those they, down. they
5: have they have a deep team. I like their bench a lot. Um, oh yeah, they OGs, got some pieces. Siakam, you know, the guard. I always like Norman Powell too. I've always I've always Midley, been a with him yeah. as a
4: three and D guy. So yeah, they got some pieces. It's just crazy that they can't get over the hump. Maybe part of that mentally is LeBron, but. Man, they really got to do it this year because if they don't get it done this year, like you guys said, it's probably that's probably it. And a lot of people
1: yeah. say their biggest
4: about being
1: LeBron that if the Pacers would have won that series, the Raptors would be in the finals right now. Do you think that's true? Or do you think the Pacers I, would honestly, have Honestly, the a game, them, I, I just, there comes
0: down to a game that last we week of the if, season... But when we were in Toronto, and they absolutely smacked us. Valanciunas was our kryptonite. He always is our kryptonite. And players like Valanciunas, especially. So it would have been a good series. I'm not saying we would have won, but I don't know. What do you think?
3: I mean, that's kind of why I brought Toronto up, because I think the Pacers don't play particularly well against them. They don't match up
4: very well with them. One of the biggest problems, we have problems facing centers that can bang around, because – Turner doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He's yeah. not gonna bang around. So, that's what, like that's that's a major fact. That's yeah. why you know I don't even really Embiid's good, but he doesn't. I mean, his best quality is he can go outside of fifteen feet, like stay out there. Because Turner is not good inside. He gets some blocks, yeah. but when you get an opportunity to block a shot forty different times, you're gonna get one or two a game, and yeah. he just gets bullied in the post. So that's why I'm hoping that he's kind of change he here. made. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping it, I, I'm hoping he kind of fixes it.
0: There's no doubt the Western Conference is the better conference, but when it comes down to the playoffs with those four teams, then the playoffs are just going to be equally as exciting for both conferences, and hopefully the Pacers are there at the end. That would be my dream in the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Yep. So, uh, like the good old days. A <laughs> little bit about the offseason. So you guys kind of answered your uh, the next question here. What was it going to be? Uh, what your expectations for the Pacers are in this cup upcoming season. So you say ceiling Eastern Conference Finals, but most likely a first or second round exit is what I'm hearing.
3: I would probably say second round, depending on who they match up with and what seed they get, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, and for me, if you're asking me, I'm asking you. Eastern Con- I think we can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think if we match up, as long as we don't play Boston before then, let's say we get the third seed. And let's say, oh, I guess Boston would get the first seed, wouldn't they?
4: So Philly or Toronto would get two. Yeah. The other team's getting four.
0: I don't know. Maybe not the Eastern Conference Finals then, but I think we can. De- we are Eastern Conference Finals caliber team in yes. this Eastern Conference. Yes. With how deep we are especially now.
4: Oh, I agree 100%. I think if we if the cards fall right, I would say Eastern Conference Finals are probably the max. I, I don't see how we beat Boston unless they have some injuries. But who knows what happens to our team? You know, between now and then. I mean, we have some roster flexibility. We could make some moves as well. So.
1: Yep. So, uh, going off that off-season wise, kind of st- still staying in the NBA, but not so much about the Pacers. Well, maybe if it, they're the answer to your question. My next question for you guys: uh, We talked about we've talked about a lot of this stuff already. But what parts of the NBA off-season have been the most shocking to you so far?
3: Hand.
5: Um, Obviously, DeMarcus Cousins yeah, is that's, the, biggest, but yes. that's
3: the biggest, but really, I don't think there's been that much, honestly. I mean, Lance going to L.A., DeMarcus... That was to, more
1: shocking than actually LeBron going to L.A. <laughs> Lance yeah, was it was. LA. So, uh, so Lance yeah. going
3: anywhere other than Indiana was shocking. Yeah. Um, not that I, I didn't like the move of them letting him go, but I figured he'd be back. Uh, but other than that, I don't think there's really been a lot of player movement. I don't think teams have really done a whole lot. Yeah, has there like, even
1: been, like, I mean, I know there was a trade with uh, three-team trade the other day, Yeah, but Jerry and Grant, but has there any, there hasn't been a big trade yet. Like a luka trade, I guess. This was, I think, the first draft in so many seasons where an actual NBA player wasn't traded. Like on a roster before the draft, so yeah,
3: I think Dwight Howard was traded, but that's really it. Yeah, I mean.
4: he got traded, I think, before the draft, but actually during the draft. Oh, during, during the, the draft, two, yeah, yeah. I think I, I was kind of expecting the trade, the trade landscape to kind of kick up a little bit because there's so many good restricted free agents left, man. Mm-hmm. And so a team, you know, trying to clear out some space to try to sign one of those guys, I thought maybe there would be some, you know, salary dump type transactions, but that has not come to fruition quite yet, and consequently. There's still, a lot of good restricted free agents. I mean, yeah. there's still some guys I'd be interested in for the Pacers, but due to our kind of you know cap situation right now, we might not be as interested. We probably have to make a move or two as well.
3: Yeah, I, I still think there could be some trades that that arrive uh, or arise. I think Cleveland's going to have to do something. I don't know if they trade trade Love before the season begins. They might during the season. They could trade Corver, They could. They should try and move a lot of pieces. Uh, I agree. Uh, yeah. I
1: mean, if they try to get rid of George Hill's contract, they're going to have to attach a first-round pick, and they're yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> they have a lot of bad contracts. Yeah. Clarkson, Hill.
0: We had this question last week: Do you think LeBron left Cleveland in a worse scenario this time or the last time he left? And we all agreed this time.
3: I think this time.
0: There's no, I mean, you still have a team that's not going to get the 1st pick. He probably
1: had better players this time, but financially-wise. You've tied them up for years. They're, they're in real bad shape. Like, yeah, J.R. Smith. Jordan Clarkson, we've said Corver, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, uh, George Hill, Tristan Thompson. I mean those guys have many to back make back? ridiculous <laughs> money. And uh he just and pretty much like we were talking about, he did the Lakers trade and brought in Clarkson's contract just to clear up space for him to go there yeah. in the summer.
4: LeBron's a jam in the cats, don't let him fool you anymore. Yeah, I, I don't feel bad. Cats, yeah, I don't know no, why I don't either. why they would agree to that. They but. made the bed, now they gotta lay in it, yeah, it's gonna be rough.
1: Um, so last question for you guys in this intro. Um, so first off, kind of a two part question number one, are you guys born ready to pod fans? And if so, who's your favorite and why?
3: Um, Probably. I have we are, we are, I have listened. Um, I think my favorite is chris because i think he has the hardest job
5: he holds it down yeah, yeah. He
0: does, i agree I chris agree. does a lot of he does these these papers too for yeah, us he keeps us in line keeps it real
1: so I, yeah I have to, I'm the one that has to type up, you know, the, kind of the topics and then go yeah. from there.
3: Yeah. I mean, when convos come to an end, you know, you look at him to restart one or come up with another yeah, question, I think. It's not easy. It's nice, no, <laughs> but it's That's nice yeah. to be appreciated. That's the thing around. about Chris.
4: Like, n- <laughs> No one probably knows Chris, you know, in terms of his looks, but he, ha- he has a face for radio, too, so that helps. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we are we're gonna close up this segment. Well, um, hold on, we gotta
0: bash Dan Hartley. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you yeah you before before we close that up,
1: see, look, you guys just complimented me, and look what I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote that in there. Bash Dan Hartley, <laughs> who is the intern.
0: Yeah, he so sucks. That, we don't really have to bash him. we bashed him enough.
1: Yeah, we do. So yeah, uh, that'll close up the intro. Thanks again, guys, for coming on. You guys are gonna stay on for here for uh, one more segment. Segment. Uh, We have some trivia questions for you guys, so uh, yeah, we'll edit that out. So we'll be right back (laughs) after this.
0: If you or someone you know is looking to buy bedding or looking for a way to keep your livestock and pets comfortable in the upcoming winter months, then look no further than Midwestern First Choice Bedding. 100% wheat straw pellets that create less dust and absorb more moisture than ever before. This bedding material is no joke. We all here on the Born Ready Pod use Midwestern Bedding to keep our livestock happy, healthy, and wise. With locations across Indiana and a single location in Pennsylvania. Check out our Facebook page at Midwestern First Choice Bedding Facebook. See ya.
1: All right, welcome back. Uh, so we are going to we actually still have Brian and Kirk here as I had mentioned before we left from the moderate spice from moderatespice.com, which is a blogging website. Go check it out. The new hottest blogs about sports and pop culture. So there's your guys' plug right there. Bookmark (laughs) it. All right, so uh, speaking of their blog and sports and pop culture, we're about to uh, quiz these guys with some (laughs) trivia (laughs) questions to see how much they really know about sports and pop culture. So Jake, I'm gonna have you start it off. You go ahead and ask him that first question that we got there. The first uh, five questions are Pacers
4: related. So we're Pacers podcast. Okay, so here we go. First question Who is the number eight all time leader in free throw attempts for the Indiana Pacers? <laughs> free number, throw eight, <laughs> number eight, specifically number eight. Your clue oh.
1: is that he played in the on the ABA team. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kevin Pritchard would
0: not get one of these, right?
3: For no. the record. The ABA, I don't know if I know anybody from the ABA. Le- era.
5: Chuck Persons. <laughs> <laughs> is that a <laughs> little earlier than
1: that?
4: But is that your final answer? <laughs> that's our final answer. answer. ABA
0: professional.
4: The Chuck correct Persons. answer is Billy Knight, who recorded wow. two thousand seven hundred and seventy-eight free throw attempts. You don't know how many career. he
1: made. Though we'd have to look that up.
4: Yeah. And we're too lazy for that. Yeah. He's so.
0: probably shooting them underhand.
1: So. All right, so 0 for 1. Let's <laughs> turn <start> it off. <laughs> I really thought yeah, he just had a chance at that, that one, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, your next question, which is actually probably going to be harder. <laughs> Who is the all-time leader in turnover percentage for the Pacers? So turnover percentage, this is the estimate of how many turnovers they have per 100 plays. So who has the lowest number of turnover percentage in the Pacers history? And I will give you a hint.
4: It is he no, has he has been on a recent roster. Very
5: recent more, roster. He's a very Ooh. modern player. Very modern. Jamal Tinsley. That's mo- even that, more modern. Even more modern. Yeah. Can you give me a position? Center. Center. Oh. Um.
3: Was Foster? Jeff Foster. Jeff Foster. More modern. Way more, more, more modern.
5: modern. Roy <laughs> Hibbert. Oh, more deaths.
3: Great, good. Guys, that's great oh my.
2: Guess.
5: God. More um, who's in between? He
4: might. He might he might have been on the roster this year.
5: Wow. <laughs> Al Jefferson. Al Jefferson. <laughs> Al- <Yes. laughs> ding 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 ding.
4: 6.9%. Ding.
1: Mm-hmm. That was the that's the best percentage. I don't know how. He qualified because it seems like you have to play a certain amount of games. The <laughs> game. But,
0: but that, all that one game <laughs> that he took Joel Embiid to school—that yeah. was all that game. That, that was
3: it.
4: <laughs> all right, go ahead old for man the next game. One. Okay, so again, more modern answer. But who is the number four all-time leader in Pacers history in personal fouls? Personal. Personal fouls—they've committed <laughs> these fouls.
3: I mean. Jeff Foster comes to mind immediately, but you said more modern. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Jeff Foster. Oh,
2: hey, 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 he smoking
4: the quiz. <laughs> he he recorded a staggering one thousand nine hundred and twenty-one thousand in every, every single one. I
0: would have guessed Tyler Hansborough personally, but yeah, I Jeff think he, Foster. He was wow. actually <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely
4: awesome. top ten,
1: I believe. All right, Coach, top go ahead. Three. Two <laughs> three, baby. Kind of. Kind of. All right, next question. This is a multiple choice, so it's a little easier. How many all-time NBA, that's the keyword right there, NBA playoff appearances do the Pacers have? Is it A, 22, B, 25, C, 27, or D, 34? So 22, 25, 27, 34.
3: I'm not even sure. When did they even switch over to the NBA? It's was the late 70s. Late 70s? So it's been
1: 42 years. Their first NBA playoff appearance, I believe, came in the 80s, so that's just your clue for me. It was early 80s. It might have been the
3: first.
1: It might have been 80, 80 I don't
3: know. What was the 25? Since like 2000. Since 2000, it's been what?
5: Well, they had a good, good long stretch. In the this the
3: thought already.
0: process is pretty impressive. <laughs> I
3: think a 25. Let's go no, the 25. shit! I really
4: want we to use that name point, <laughs>
1: We should have made these a lot more difficult. All <laughs> we right <laughs> no. when you think about, it, these are some pretty easy questions. Alright, so the last last question, I'll let you go ahead and ask it, but how are we doing the point system on this? They just need a least name.
4: Maybe I think I think seven. Seven? Seven would blow no, me away. <laughs> <my> no, I think <laughs> it's get seven. I feel good about this one. All right. I, I think seven. I'm going to – yeah. Okay, here we go. So I want you to name all of the players on the 2008-2009 Pacers roster. 2009.
5: Danny Granger.
4: Yes. Yeah. One for one. Let's see.
5: Jeff Foster.
3: Feisty Foster
4: was on there. Was Hansborough on there yet?
3: I don't think so. No, he has two. About uh, how about Troy Murphy. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. Troy Murphy. There's
5: three. Alan Harrington mm. was he still
0: on there. No. Mm. How many can they get wrong? Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's a, a good. It's question.
4: like hangman. Hey, <laughs> we could just keep throwing names up. <laughs> <out." laughs> what five? Wrong? So they've
0: got. I think they've gotten two wrong so far.
4: No. Right.
0: So they've gotten three we'll say, right, we'll two say wrong. One. Just to we'll be say nice. Okay, uh, one. So you get. We you got three though. You've gotten three. You've gotten You've Jeff gotten, Foster, got Murphy, and Murphy, Danny Granger, Dan Granger. Granger.
1: You said one of these guys' names earlier in yeah. the turnover debate, turnover yeah. percentage question. <laughs> Also, say there are several white guys. That <laughs> yes. You guys are well, missing Troy, a couple white guys. Troy away, Murphy
3: but. was my go-to white guy. Definitely. <laughs> yes. yes. Definitely.
4: There's four. That Golden State trade. Sorry. I mean, er, you can get, no, can State. You can get two five. more wrong.
3: We're gonna um, make you only S- get three wrong.
2: Stephen
3: Jackson? No. No. Ooh. That was my guess. Who played point guard?
5: TJ
3: Ford. Yep. Yes. yes.
1: So they're five. You said this guy's name earlier in turnover percentage. You said it. You said it. I think you actually Hibber. talked to whoever. Yep. You said another guy's name. Internally. Another guy.
3: Foster. Point guard. Jamal Tinsley. Yep. Yes. yep. I got it. Okay. And
4: no, I think you guys could even get. There's I another. Keep going. Yeah.
3: There's another white guy you're forgetting that's pretty important. He went
1: to Duke.
5: Played at Carmel.
3: Oh, Josh McRoberts. Yes. <laughs>
5: um, that's all I got unless
1: he has one so, Yeah, we'll go over the rest of you guys. Maceo Baston,
2: who... Ooh, recently, this was,
1: I think, it. his second uh, second stint with Pacers. Uh, we mm. almost got a pair of his shoes. Isn't, time he, we're out. isn't he... Uh,
4: isn't he... No, he's dead, isn't he? <laughs> no, <that's... laughs> Way to just beat around the boat. That was Rasul Butler. No, I thought something happened to Maceo Mason recently. We'll Google we'll, it not. while I go over the other names. All right, let's Google it. Uh, Marquise over. Daniels. Ooh, yeah. We had Travis Diener.
3: Was Fred Jones on that team? No, he was not.
1: Uh, Steven Graham. What? Uh, Jarrett Jack. Oh, okay. Brandon Rush. And then my favorite of all, Rosho Nastarevic, <laughs> was a center on that
4: team. Still
2: and my alive.
1: God,
4: he was terrible. <laughs> so I believe... Now that this has come to my attention, I believe Maceo Bason is alive, but he yeah. was one of the players that was having trouble with anxiety in the NBA, and they did that thing on ESPN. So I'm sorry, Mister Bason, I, I did He tried to responses. kill you off, kind of like so, your NBA so, career. Him.
1: Oh! <laughs> Thanks crazy. for almost giving us your shoes that one time, though. All right, sure. Uh, you remember. That's enough with the Pacers questions. So let's move over to some pop culture. See if so. They were what? We'll count that last one. So we'll say three for five. That's not bad. I think they were four three, five. Three and a half. got some good hints but yeah they kind of put our test
0: to shame honestly yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot harder <laughs> alright now we're going to move into some pop culture questions that's what you guys are also known for these I think are a little easier when I wrote you know, them down in
5: quotations
0: and quotations okay so there's eight of them first one what is the top charting song on iTunes and Spotify right now it's gotta be Drake I don't um,
3: know I haven't listened to the it's, album it's, yet it's
0: uh, nice for what nope it's in my feelings but <laughs> nice for what is number two i'm pretty sure
5: okay.
3: question
0: number two who is hosting the 2018 espy's oh shit! i've I seen
5: this. this um can you give us a hint it's a
0: okay woman. it's a woman is she an actress it is a woman that is a good hint she's not an actress not that i know of she has been in some commercials
1: yeah. though she just okay. recently retired from her sport yep GoDaddy.com
3: uh, Oh, Danica Patrick, okay. There it is,
1: there it is. Okay,
0: what is the highest grossing film of 2018 No worldwide? clues on this one they gotta get.
3: Highest grossing uh, 2018.
0: Avengers. Yep. And bonus point here, name 10
5: heroes in the movie. Oh, uh, we got this. Thor, Captain America, Black Panther. Um, Hulk. Hulk, Black Widow, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is not in the movie. He's not in Infinity
1: War. I haven't seen Infinity War, so I cannot.
3: Did you say Captain America?
1: Yeah. Um, Iron Man, Vision. Yes. I don't know who that is.
0: Have you seen <laughs> who is Vision? <laughs> <laughs> Vision's in the last uh, Marvel movie.
2: I haven't seen the movie.
5: I've never He's seen it. He's in Age of Ultron. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yep. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. I think you need one more. Yeah.
3: Is Batman in uh... it? No, not
0: Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Superman. The universe, Brian. I don't know what's going on um does thanos count um it is the word is hero so i mean i guess it, the guy <laughs> who kills half of everyone is the <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers sorry, Chris. Hero. Um, he does you're right i don't know if I can think, of one. think captain america movies his friend oh um the guy that was originally don chief bucky yeah bucky i'll take bucky but it's winter Soldier. Okay, so not bad. What did you guys think of that movie? Did you guys see it? I loved it. I loved it. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it? Chris hasn't seen it. Have you seen it? I've never watched even
4: one Avengers movie. Really? That's kind of
0: surprising. In Marvel movies in whole, you're just out on?
4: You just don't get the hype? No, I I don't know. I I just don't get into movies as much as I used to. Back when I was a young lad, you could go to the cinema with the female. That was a little more appealing. Now it's just like... Whatever's on
0: Redbox here, whatever, you know. Yeah, so. okay. All right, double bonus question. Can you name the directors of the movie? I, I, I had a lot
4: on this one. It's movie. Russo, Russo,
0: Brothers. Yep, there you go. Okay, so I, I knew this one was going to be a little easier, but I yeah, thought you guys it. weren't going to get any in the, the Pacers one originally, <laughs> so I thought I was going to make it a little easier.
3: But you can tell Kirk is more on the pop culture side <laughs> than me. He's
0: definitely killing it. Uh, who did Justin Bieber recently get engaged to?
3: Oh, a Baldwin, right? Stephen Baldwin's daughter. I don't know what her first name Haley is, Baldwin.
0: though. Hailey Baldwin. You guys are crushing it. All right, number question number five. Who has the most followers on Twitter currently? <laughs>
2: you
4: guys Between tweet us? A, B, no. I'll give you it's <laughs> okay. A, B,
0: C, D, and E. <laughs> okay. Justin Bieber, B, Katy Perry, C, Ellen DeGeneres, D, Donald Trump, or E, Ron Jeremy? <laughs> 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 i got to go Bieber. Okay. Nope. Sure, Bieber. Bieber, final answer. It is actually Katy Perry, which I was
1: very
3: surprised. Wow, that is surprising. She's a
0: fireball. I threw Donald Trump in there because, you know, you never know. Second part of
1: that question: how many, who has more follows between you two?
3: (laughs) Between us two? Yeah, I think I do. I don't know. How many do I have? 300. 300 something? I don't
0: know. An impromptu question. (laughs) According to Ranker.com, what is the most played video game of 2018?
3: Does Fortnite qualify? It
0: does. <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> okay. It does. We're smoking through these. What MLB team has the best record to date this year? Is it? And they're 62-29. and 29.
3: I mean, it's either the Red Sox or the Yankees. I don't know which one. I'll say Red Sox.
0: Red Sox, it is. You guys got
1: another the one. Bonus there. points if you guess the record. I already said it. already
0: did.
3: He said it. Oh, do do? <laughs> oh.
2: But maybe they didn't hear me. Didn't you know
0: know
3: much much Sixty-two TV. and twenty-nine. Just,
1: they heard me, so yeah,
0: you got that bonus point. Way to just give out points here, Chris. <laughs> okay, actual bonus point. Where is the twenty eighteen All Star Game? I have no idea. It's in DC. And then last question on the pop culture side: Name three Puma basketball athletes.
3: So you got Bagley. Bagley. We got uh... DeAndre
0: Ayton. Trey yeah. yeah. oh, Young, got two of three so far.
3: Which Aiton one or Aiden?
0: Aiton was one, and Backer Bagley was one. And there's two others there's that were one in that draft. One of them was a ball. rookie, and the other yeah, one was a veteran. No, there's two more rookies. Oh, there is. Yeah, well, one well, of, of them is also veteran
2: a veteran.
4: veteran that
0: will okay. count. Oh, who was it?
4: He wasn't uh, quite as touted. like of a prospect. There, there the, the, the there one, was... one of them was, well, but not like the other two. The
0: other one of them, think injury.
4: Okay. Okay. Michael,
3: Michael Porter, Porter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right, there you okay.
0: Go. so verified. These guys know what they're talking about. Pacers <laughs> and pop culture. This is like the biggest endorsement ever to go to your website. I know. They're they're absolutely these quizzes. They're going to end up with more
4: followers than us. I know. Would you, <laughs> would you guys consider Michael Porter on that level of like? I'm saying
3: like he was
0: touted as like he was like the number one prospect coming out of high school.
3: Had not been injured, then yeah.
4: Okay. Okay, that's
0: fair. Cool. Yeah, when he came back though, I think it, it definitely hurt his stock. Those games he played were so ugly and bad. I got so hyped to watch the SEC tournament and then it just he totally just disappointed me.
4: <laughs> my lost a couple dollars <laughs> on yeah, that one of the tournament.
0: Yeah. Should have just sat out in my
3: opinion. But he's in a good situation though with Denver.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not you're not
0: lying.
1: Mile high up there, man. <laughs> All, All right, right. Chris, back to
0: you. <laughs>
1: right. Do your that, job. That'll wrap. Do my job. That'll wrap up our trivia. What they end up getting on that one? I think they got all the tri- or. Pop they feature. got,
0: they got uh, the followers one wrong. Oh, they did. Yeah. So. And we'll say they got the SPs one right, but we had to narrow it down to a females. Yeah. He gets that and one. give him a and, go and daddy. Give that ache. <laughs> So I would we'll say been, they got six out of six out of eight, respectively.
1: Yeah. Pacers-wise, I would have been more impressed if they would have gotten Rosho Nestervich. <laughs> I've always forgotten that he played for the, the team. You're though, just so a w- nitpicker. So I, I that still is even me. wouldn't have got that. Like they could have just said right off the bat, Rosho, and the question would have been done. That's all. I've <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, once again, guys, thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, go on to yeah. moderatespice.com. Are you guys writing about anything coming up? Yeah, anything. You guys tell us. You guys us, plug a listeners. Any uh, Anything you guys are writing that's coming uh-huh. up that you want them to check
5: out. Brian's, Brian has a weekly off-season roundup for the NBA that he's been doing. Um, oh, yeah. So that'll come out Friday morning. So look yep. out for that. Um, I'm working. I'm going to write up a Pacers um, you know, kind of post-free agency autopsy kind of just kind of work kind on of it Pacers preview for the season, and then um, in the works we have some movie reviews coming up too. So what movies? Ant-Man and the Wasp, okay. and then I have a, I have a buddy who's a bit of a cinephile who wants to start a series like revisiting kind of overlooked Old movies, overlooked movies in more of the recent years. So okay. that's pretty uh, cool for man. that. Yeah,
0: I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I, it is probably the funniest Marvel Marvel movie since Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I thought Thor Ragnarok. That's was Paul, funny. That's, that's
3: my Yeah, idea. Paul Rudd's the man. Yeah, yeah,
1: I love Paul Rudd. So yeah, absolutely cool. Yeah. All right, well, once again, thanks a lot, and that will wrap up our trivia. We'll actually probably have to give them, get them on here again sometime so we can ask some harder questions. Oh, apparently. sure. Yeah, we so. have to come back. All right, we will be right back with our closing segment. we got some Pacers stuff to discuss, uh, an update on Guess That Contract, uh, some big, big play there. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get back.
0: Do you need a quick and easy way to get rid of your enemies? Do you need a way to get your nagging wife off your butt? need a way to start a fire? Well let me tell you about the perfect thing for you. The Elon Musk 2018 flamethrower. The Elon Musk 2018 flamethrower for
2: the price of only 4 dollars
0: The Elon
2: Musk flamethrower. Add it to your collection
1: of flamethrowers today! So we are back with the closing segment. Once again, I've said this like 15 times, but thank you to the Moderate Spice blog, aka ModerateSpice.com blog, for coming on the show today. Uh, so we had a good time with them. So a little some closing thoughts here. We're going to make this more Pacers-focused. I know that we kind of got off-topic today with uh, some pop culture, and some of you might yell at us for that, but oh well. It's July, and most of the Pacers' offseason moves are done, so you can get over it. Deal with it. So, a little update. I believe in episode three, we did uh, guess that contract. The loser between you two had to donate an item for our next giveaway. Um, so, we actually have had some movement here in the last couple of days. Zaza Pachulia signed a one-year Two point four million dollar deal with the Detroit Pistons. Actually, I think I deserve points for that because I did say he looks like a guy who should be on Pistons.
4: Um, so it's, it looks like Bill Ambeer's like ugly cousin or nephew or yeah. something. So
1: yeah. Hawk had him at one year. No, actually, excuse me, he had him on a uh, what was it? Two year. Two year deal. Two point five. Two point five, and he had him with the. Uh, I don't even remember who it was. Didn't you say like. It was uh, Portland, I think. Trailblazers, yep. Yeah. They're, they're known for their bad
0: contracts, was and my thinking. So
1: then Jake had him at one year, two million with the Warriors. Kings. Kings. Kings, whatever. Same thing. Same, same thing. So teams were wrong. So basically, hockey went over by. You were at 2.5, and he signed for 2.4. So you lost out on points there.
0: Yeah, bullshit.
1: So the new score is now 11 to 10. On guess
4: that contract.
0: I'm in some serious hot water because I have no idea what I'm gonna use if I if I lose this challenge. Do you have any idea what you'd use, Jake?
4: Uh there's a couple of pacer pictures I would be willing. Definitely, probably. I don't want to put Paul George on our you know stuff, but there's a bunch of Paul George stuff I would be more than happy to get rid of for free.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't have anything that I want to part ways with.
4: Oh, I don't want to part ways with them, but I will.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything like that. But maybe I'll do a tickets or I'll do something good if I lose. But I'm in hot water, it looks like. It's so, all going to come down to Marshall Plumley.
4: It's going to come down to Marshall Plumley and, and Clint Capella. So. I'm feeling pretty good about my Clint Capella numbers and team. Yeah, I'm not feeling so hot. <laughs> I had him going uh, to
0: Dallas, who we all know DeAndre Jordan's on now, so that's probably not going to happen.
4: So That'd think, be one lethal 1-2 combination from the five-man spot. It would be. It would know. be
0: the new, the boogie AD. There you go.
1: So we'll see what happens with those two guys. But Zaza was de- definitely maybe nailing uh, nail in the coffin there. Uh, it was a Hawk, you were up by one, and now you're down by one. So it was a two point swing there. So. I just need
0: the ball in my hands with the final seconds, and that's all so I want. We'll
1: see what happens. We have uh, a couple more weeks here, so it's going to be close. Um, so, Pacers related news uh, Kylo Quinn, we talked about this in our last podcast. He officially signed with the Pacers today. Um, So I believe he was at the practice arena and he was doing some interviews. So here's some quotes he had. I'm going to ask you guys your thoughts on these. Uh, First one was he said, I wanted to play for something more than next year's draft.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I was watching the game earlier today, uh, the summer league game, and Pritchard was on there talking about how he went to the front office and they told him that in Indiana they don't rebuild. We're going to try to just redo this last offseason and just – keep this train going so that was probably one of their free agency pitches to him like look what we did after losing a top 10 nba guy we flipped the switch immediately and we're competitive again we're always going to be looking to be competitive and you should come join indiana we got a solid core we're building something here i mean i think the sales pitch speaks for itself
4: yeah i was uh i'm pleasantly surprised at the first quote um i do think though the the thing the bad part about the Knicks is it seems like they're always like really bad but they're never bad enough yeah. if that makes sense like they're always like picking like seven eight or nine I know a couple years ago they were picking four with and they drafted Porzingis which obviously is looking better but really he's not done anything except flash some potential so it's not like they've won anything with him so yeah he wants to play for something more than next year's draft but then again you know the Knicks weren't exactly playing that well for the draft either because they would win too many games and it's just such an unstable situation in, in New York right now up and down they've got a terrible owner in James Dolan um, and they can't sign any superstars to come to New York City I mean it should be an easy pitch um, everyone wants to go west so I'm happy for Quinn. Quinn he's definitely going to be playing for something other than next year's draft and uh, hopefully he's a major part of our second unit
0: it's going to be a a player that the fans fall in love with immediately. I think we've said that before, but his hard work mentality fits in exactly what we're doing here. Great signing.
1: Yeah, and more on that quote, the Knicks, I mean, they just haven't been relevant since the 90s. It's been that long. One Roy I mean, Hibbert
0: block
4: ended all of their, their success in the that past 10 years.
1: I think they made the playoffs a couple times, but like, they literally have not been relevant. Like,
4: they chose the wrong superstar. They went with Carmelo. They traded They traded so many good pieces for Carmelo Anthony. They should have just stayed patient and tried to sign somebody instead. They went with and Carmelo And that was Donnie Anthony. Walsh that did that. Too. Yeah.
1: And now he's back with the Pacers as right. a consultant. Right. So. So.
4: Way to go, Donnie. Yep.
1: Um, second quote. And actually, we didn't even talk about this because we didn't even think about it last podcast. He says, the opportunity to play again with Vic in being part of a culture, I feel I owed that to myself. So he was a teammate with Victor back in uh, Orlando, so they actually got pretty close to this. So that also was a kind of a determining factor in this signing was he, uh, he likes Victor a lot, thinks he's a leader in the locker room, respects what the Pacers got going on here, and he wants to be a part of that rather than the, the dysfunction that is in New York City.
0: Vic's the perfect guy you want leading your charge to recruiting free agents. The hard work he's put in, most improved player, it's basically his team. Everyone knows that. He And he just seems like a guy that players would want to play for, you know, or play with. So I think that's huge. He said openly that he doesn't have any problem, like, trying to recruit, you know, to the Pacers. He wants people here. He wants to compete. He wants to be good. He's the perfect guy you want leading your franchise in all aspects. I love Victor Depot.
4: Yeah, that was kind of a, that was a little bit more about Victor. So I completely agree with everything Hawk just said. So I'll stick with the um, the OQuinn version of what he just said. And and it's just he they were really good friends from everything I've read. Um, I think it was Sam Amico. Uh, he basically said that they were like best friends and they always talked about playing together again. Um, and anybody, like you said, anybody that Oladipo endorses, you got to feel pretty good as a fan, considering what all he brought to the franchise in the past couple past year, past couple months. I mean, it's just been awesome. Um, he even threw his hat in for LeBron, even though obviously that wasn't going to happen. Or shoot, baby. shoot or shoot, maybe. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And culture is a huge thing in Indiana, and uh, I'm pleasantly surprised with the way we've turned over this roster in the past two years. So I still think we have some more moves we need to make, which kind of leads us to this next quote I think we're going to go over that Pritchard said. You want to go over it, Chris, and we'll talk.
1: Yeah, so uh, Pritchard, this was, I don't know if it was in a press conference or interview today, but this was reported or tweeted out by Mark Monteith, who writes for Pacers.com. He used to work at the Indy Star. Um, He says... That or Kevin Pritchard said today that he is done with free agent signings for this summer and considers the roster set aside from signing players to non guaranteed contracts. So that doesn't necessarily shut the door uh, on tra- the trade market, he doesn't reference that, um, but he does say he thinks the rotation is, is set and the roster is set. So, um, what do you guys think of that quote? Are you a little disappointed? I mean, we have made several moves, so I it's it's kind of like we'd be greedy at this point to want more, but are you disappointed in that? It's kind of, but it is kind of though what we expected. I'm not disappointed. I think he's kind of just saying that he, he's not really serious about it. He's
0: going to pick up his phone regardless. He's still looking to make this team better. I don't just believe he's done um, in that regard. Pritchard's done a great job. We can all say it. No matter what you think of the Lance leaving and we not resigning him, I think he's done a good job these past two years. We can all say he's done a good job. So the fact that he's made the roster better from year to year and next year it's we're hoping it's even better. Our young guys are gonna take a leap. He's banking on that fifty five to fifty seven million next year. He referenced that earlier today during that game I watched. He's setting us up for the long term and hopefully we hit on a big free agent. That's what his I think that's what his plan is. And he's got the money to do it next season. Our team's getting better every year, so I think he's making all the right moves. I don't think you can look at it and say he's done a bad job.
4: Yeah. No, I don't think he's done a bad job whatsoever. I know Pacer P will hate hearing that, but uh, Pacer P goes at Pritchard, I think, on a daily basis. Best rivalry
1: in sports, Pacer (laughs) P (laughs) and Pacers Kev.
4: Yes. So, um, I'm fine with it. I I never want to say I'm I'm done doing something. I think you kind of referenced it. Surely if there was a deal to be had on the super cheap – um, for instance, no one's with signing Marcus Smart. Let's at least see what he wants. Yeah. Um, which, of course, he's restricted free agent. So if it's nice, Boston's just gonna, you know, um, match that anyway. But I do, um, I do think it's interesting that he didn't mention the trade market there because I think there's a couple things we could do to kind of tweak the roster to make it that much better. But it's obvious that Pritchard really likes the guys he's put in place. Um, I'm still not sold on Collison running the first unit, um, but. I mean, I, I don't, I, unless you make a deal, I, I guess you're just going to stick with Collison. Um, and so that's my one gripe. I think I would like a um, a better point guard. But And if we didn't have a better point guard, just let Oladipo play it. Like I've I said this a thousand times, you know, one, two, and three, those positions in the NBA and pretty much four, they're kind of interchangeable. Obviously on the defensive end, that's not quite the case. But I, I would really like to upgrade our point guard position. Obviously, it's not going to come via free agency, but maybe he does something uh, with a trade or whatnot. I, I don't know. But uh, has done a great job. I can't really go at him too hard, but I'll let Pacer repeat that for all of us. Yep, so...
0: I think yep. the biggest gripe is the Lance. That's what... I mean, that's, yeah, that's everybody's biggest gripe. And we maybe, all
4: wanted Lance. It's over. Hate yeah, to no, see him great. go, but I love to watch him leave. Not Jaffiel. Jaffiel. Jaffiel, so... Uh, the
1: next point of discussion today, well, you kind of already just mentioned it, was the summer league game. The Pacers played against the Cavaliers. They ended up losing 93-88. to 88. Man, that's a lot of points scored in a summer league game. But Anyway, uh, some uh, major points from today's game. TJ Leaf ended with 20 points, 8 rebounds on 38% shooting. Aaron Holiday. Uh, didn't have his best game. He ended with uh, twelve points, eight assists, and eight turnovers. So, and then obviously almost a
3: triple double.
5: Yeah,
1: almost <laughs> a triple double there. And then uh, Alize Johnson had a good game. He shot fifty-five percent from the field, sixteen points, and he uh, grabbed s- seven rebounds. He's just all over the place.
0: And Sumner, Sumner impressed me. Maybe. Yeah, I think
1: it was his first game back.
0: He played really well. I thought. So there's potential on this roster for sure. And we give T.J. Leaf crap when he plays bad. These last two summer league games, he's played pretty well. He still struggles defensively. There are things he definitely needs to work on. But he's still a second-year guy. He's still really young. It's It kind of comes and goes with my hatred and love for T.J. Leaf. And
1: there were some – I mean, I didn't watch the whole game, but there was a – Few times when he had wide open threes and he just hit the front of the rim. Like
0: we're all hoping he can become like an eighth or ninth guy rotational player. Yeah, he player. can come in. And I don't know if I've seen out. that yet. I need to see a little more consistency. He needs to be able to shoot. We'll see.
1: And aside from the eight turnovers by Holiday, I think that he, especially in his first two games, he looks NBA ready. He looks—I mean, he looks like a point guard in the NBA. Yeah,
0: like, he's. For how small he is, he's fearless attacking the basket. Yeah, and he actively he's actively on the defensive end. He ends, gets yeah. to the
1: bucket, and if the shot's not there, he dishes it off. He gets a double. Like he has good vision. Obviously, maybe a little too much today with the eight turnovers, but uh, I think that uh, I think he's going to be a good player on our team for years to come.
0: He's probably our the last pick I got excited for. It's probably been him in a long time.
1: Yeah. It's like a serious pick. And him and Al Johnson's play number two. Yeah, He's played pretty I'm well. I'm excited. I, I'm hoping he gets a contract offer, um, and I'm hoping he'll probably be a two-way player. I don't think he's going to get many minutes, but no. it, he does look like he has some potential. you have anything to add to this discussion?
4: I do, um, but it's going to be more geared toward the first two games because I have yet to sit down to watch that game that was played earlier today, uh, which I think this is going to be coming out on Wednesday, so I guess a few days ago. But... Um, I still I don't really like what I'm seeing out of Leaf. I mean, if you add the stats to this game, he's 2 for 13 from 3. At some point, it's like, okay, I'm not a three-point shooter. Like, I'm just not that great at shooting. Like, I get what you're trying to do, but the, the fact of the matter, guys, he, he's a second-year player, so now he's one of the, he should be one of the most talented guys in the summer league. It's his second go-around in the summer league. He was a first-round pick. And I just don't see it. I know, obviously, the Houston game. He, okay, he just had. He was just terrible. That's fine. Okay, we gave him a hard time. That's fine. He bounces back a little bit for San Antonio, but San Antonio's summer league roster that that was rough. I was not impressed with anybody. Lonnie Walker was okay. Um, White was okay. You actually got into it again. I right? I didn't really get into it with him, but like he insinuated that the roster, the San Antonio's roster was. Good. I didn't even really... Uh, Walker and White, that's it. Okay, so even if you think White's going to play, he's not going to play on San Antonio. He's not going to make a big uh, any big strides on that Remember roster.
1: Remember the slam dunk guy? Yeah. I think. No, that was twenty.
4: I, I don't know. But I, all I know is when I watched him freaking I no play, idea. I wasn't that pumped about him. So I, I think we just need to pump the brakes a little bit. I think all you need to know about TJ Leaf is our GM or team president, or however you want, whatever you want to call it, Pritchard decided he was not good enough to be in our second unit. Point blank. That's it. Period. Statement. Declarative sentence. So if you're a T.J. Leaf lover, that's a tough pill to swallow. I personally came into it with the expectations, like Hawk said, praying to God he could be like a ninth or tenth guy off the bench. He's not there. He's just not. He's not one of our ten best players. And so, in fact, I think Alizé Johnson... I think he's absolutely outplayed TJ Leaf. He looks like an NBA player. Leaf looks like that dude that's gonna be really good at the YMCA in like three years. Like he's gonna be the best player at his YMCA. I don't see it in TJ Leaf. You guys can come at me on Twitter. That's fine. But he's not that good. I'm so I want him to be good. I don't want him to be bad. Yeah, me neither. But from what I'm seeing, I just don't. I don't believe he's ever going to help us unless there are some serious injuries. And then I think in, an, in with an actual NBA team he's playing against, not a summer league team, an actual NBA team. I think he would be exposed. So that's that's my that's my Debbie Downer take to it. I love what I see. I love what I see out of Sumner. Um, I think he's a two way guy, Alize Johnson. He's awesome. Um, I, I see some. Big time potential there. Obviously, everyone loves Holiday. There's a lot of good things with our Summer League team. TJ Leaf, not one of those things so far. Henry
0: Sims had a nasty dunk earlier, too. Yeah, but he's yeah.
4: like 35. I man. know, but
0: it
1: was still, <laughs> it got me hyped. Well, that's it. Good uh, luck to TJ. I mean, we say this every podcast, but hopefully. This might he just can be do, the TJ Leaf
4: podcast. Do, yeah, I know, I feel
1: like we're talk- And you know what? Our next question is about TJ. So. <laughs> I want him
4: to be good, so don't come at me well, I mean, and say we're, I hate him.
1: We're, we're in the summer. All the moves have really been made, and it's just summer league what we can really talk about right now. And TJ Leafs the guy that people want to talk about because he's a first-round pick. So.
2: Exactly. And the other,
1: other players have been performing. We're not going to talk about Alex Poitras because he just got waived. I mean, he's not going to be on the Pacers this year. So we're not going to talk about players like that. I'm not going to talk about Alford because who cares? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve, even, cares. Steve cares. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody cares about those guys. They're just there to fill out a summer league roster. So there's like three or four guys that actually have a shot of being something. Not, not necessarily being something, but making the Pacers team or two-way players.
4: Holiday excites me, though. Yeah, he does. He does. He's big time. I mean, it, enough for me to say I, I would be willing to try him in our second unit and take his lumps, but I don't know if they're going to do that. They're going to have to make some moves if they truly believe Holiday can give us minutes this year.
1: Yep. So we'll see. I'm not sure when they play next, so uh, it might be before this podcast airs. Who knows? Um, and our last question So, keeping on the T.J. Leaf discussion, we just can't get enough of him. I actually found a real grade-A photo of T.J. I posted it on the page last night. He is... The picture... It's an amazing He was with Victor Oladipo, but I cropped Victor out. It was uh, T.J. sitting in front of a barn cutout with a straw hat reading a farm animal book. Mm -hmm. And... It's just a great picture. It's an
0: all-time picture. <laughs> I
1: mean, we might make that the new logo of Born Ready to Pod. So, anyway, TJ had tweeted out today. Um, I'm not even going to pull up the tweet, but maybe I should. Do you think I should pull up the tweet? Pull, pull up the tweet. Do you
4: verbatim? Beat the tweet. Beat the tweet. All right. Keep <laughs> the listeners busy while I'm looking this up. What do you think about Grayson Allen? I,
0: I haven't heard much about Grayson Allen. I know he got in a fight with somebody. He's
4: just... He's just doing that thing that he does. What about
0: Robert Williams? They didn't even play. They're not even letting him play because he's missed so much meet- meetings of practice. I heard.
4: Yeah. So I'm pretty glad we went with Holiday. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Robert Williams is nasty at dunking. He's like he's a stud. It's he's just like. The pain. Does he want to be in the NBA? Are you it ready, Chris? Seem like I'm ready. Oh, okay. Cool. Here we
1: go. All right. So TJ tweeted this out at uh, little. I mean, an hour and a half before the summer league game. So this was on his mind. If anyone saw some of my tweets and my IG post, IG stands for Instagram, for those of you who don't know. Yesterday, they were not me. I was hacked. I just got both of them back today. Thanks. No period after thanks. He has, so far, three week retweets. and The
4: audacity.
1: No period. Likes. So, no period after the thanks. His Instagram and his Twitter got hacked. I tried to do a little digging myself to see if I could find the tweets. I couldn't find anything. I did a Google search, tried to find something, see if somebody put out, like, TJ Leaf tweets are so stupid. But, I I mean, nobody cares about TJ Leaf besides us. So it wasn't an article yet. It wasn't an image online. So there was nothing out there that I could find. But I am very interested to know what he might have said. So we're going to play a little game here and close out this this podcast, Episode 5. I want you guys to tell me, what do you think, if you were the hacker of the TJ Leaf Twitter Instagram page, What do you think those tweets said? What would you say if you hacked T.J. Leaf's page, and then, what do you think those tweets actually said?
4: I would go with, uh, wish I was good at basketball, LOL.
0: (laughs) That's definitely a good one. Something along the lines of bashing him. Um, T.J. Leaf's Twitter. I mean, who sits around and wants to hack TJ Leaf's Twitter and Instagram, you know? There's not very many people I can think of. It takes a special person. It was probably Trevor Booker or someone (laughs) leaving the team. Lance. It was definitely Lance. It could have been one of our listeners. We always get the... The ball rolling on TJ Leaf discussion. Maybe
1: one of our listeners. I was going to say we could take credit for this. I react. was going to comment and say that's what you get for not responding to come on our podcast, and it'll yeah. keep happening. But I didn't want him to think it was serious and then get us in
4: trouble. Wish I could. Wish I could shoot LMFao.
0: The Instagram had to have been that picture of him in the barn. Somebody had yeah. to have seen it from our page, thought it was hilarious, hacked it and posted it with some dumbass comment. Or what's like the worst thing it could have been? Like just like a bunch of pictures of dead dogs or something? Well I mean what do you think it was? What's your guess, Chris? If you had to guess one of the things tweeted or Instagram. I don't know, that's why I asked you guys. Did you don't have an opinion? G- give on us
4: it? an opinion. You, you weren't know. ready for the
1: game to be switched on to you. When you see those, a lot of a lot of times, it's, sometimes it's like you know they liked a bunch of porn images or something like that. On Just like a porn link. Wish
4: I didn't have a porn stash, LMFao.
1: <laughs> something like that. So that's I what wish I, I could imagine. dribble with my left hand.
4: That's what <laughs> I
0: have. <imagine it> <laughs> this basketball stuff is hard.
4: I think his passport what, password was like TJ Leaf rocks with an yeah. axe or something. Yeah, cut. Wish they didn't sign Kylo Quinn, LOL. He's definitely the
1: guy who puts his password as password.
4: Yeah,
0: password one.
4: Just password, to be, one. password
1: one, just to be safe. <laughs> Actually, maybe it's his number. What number is he? Twenty-two. So password twenty-two. Oh
0: I don't think he's
4: guaranteed a number after watching. At least I'm about to start servers.
1: just like running through password combinations
0: on TJ Leafs' account. I'm going to be the next person. To yeah, hack we TJ should try Leaf. to hack
1: it. That way, we can reply back to ourselves in his DMs and say, "Yes, I'll come on the podcast." And then we can just tweet it out to everybody to say that he said he would join.
4: What well, we'll, what would he do, though, once he listens and he, he's like, oh, shit, they don't think I'm very good? Or is that just like me, who's just bashing our chances?
1: Well, we we'll just hope that he agrees to come on to it before he listens. I'd
4: like to get – I honestly think we should try to get Edmund Sumner because I, I think he can play, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: disagree. We should go for Sumner <laughs> – I mean, we're going to go scorched earth on this next guy if he cancels on us again. Yeah, if he yes.
4: if this guy doesn't come through for our listeners... We're going to hack his account. <laughs> like, I am so close to talking crap right now, but we'll give him another week. See what he's happens. He's a busy guy,
1: probably. Yeah, I, mean, you can't, probably yeah. I mean, something could happen. I mean, you never know, so...
4: He's probably got a lot of, like, Twitter mentions he's got to deal with. LOL.
1: <laughs> yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, you guys were set your sights way too high. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that type of all star. <laughs> it wasn't an NBA all star we were
4: referring to. Ooh, now but, you're giving hints. So. Uh, yeah. it's not Smash Mouth all star either.
1: Ooh, <laughs> no. So, I feel like we're just rambling on now.
2: <laughs> we it, are, we don't but know. it's it's kind of cool. I think people like sports. it.
1: sports. Yeah. So that'll uh, close up this episode. We uh, what did we do today? We interviewed the Moderate Spice blog. We sure did. Did you already God. forget about that? Yeah, I already forgot, and they were just here like an hour
4: ago. So Hopefully your podcast can close better than me, LOL, yeah. from TJ Lee.
1: <laughs> uh, went on the – gave him a little trivia trivia for uh, Pacers and uh, pop culture. They did really well. They nailed it. I can't believe they did that well. Uh, that was Brian that was and Kirk Beachy. They also have another member. I didn't get his name, but they're two of the lead writers there. There's another Beachy brother. So Is he – they're all three beaches I think. Kyle, Kirk, and Brian. Maybe that'll be another trivia question they can ask us when they come back on. Um, <laughs> Isn't there like an Beachy, too? Different Beachy? I don't
0: know. A lot of I don't beaches know. I don't think you guys care.
1: Anyway, that'll wrap it up. Thanks to them for coming on. Uh, <laughs> more. We're gonna hope. That uh, the guy that we promised for this episode, we didn't really promise it, we just didn't promise it because we knew this would probably happen. We hope he comes on next week. If not, we're just gonna dedicate a whole hour and a half to bashing him. Yep. So it won't be hard. No, yeah, it won't be hard at all. So that'll a lot wrap of material up. Out there. That's episode five. Appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Born Ready to Pod. The two is a number. Number. Number two, that is correct. And uh, we're also on Instagram. A lot of people don't know that. It's under Born Ready Podcast. Yeah, our Instagram page is absolute fire. Yeah, it is. We actually have a decent amount of followers on there too. So we also, if you haven't noticed, we have the Victor Oladipo poster giveaway. So make sure you retweet and follow for that. We're giving away two posters, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, make sure you retweet, follow that. Tell all your friends. Free about stuff. Is free stuff. We got more free stuff coming. The loser of guess that contract. And then I hear our intern Dan has something really cool for you guys coming soon. So
4: Hopefully, it's cooler than him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, thanks for listening, guys. We'll check you out uh, next episode. And where hopefully we have a Pacers player on. So Peace out. See you guys later. See ya.
2: Blessing. Don't miss your blessing. Don't you, dead girl, miss your blessing don't miss your blessing
5: don't you dead girl miss your blessing don't miss your blessing don't you dead girl miss your, miss,
3: your miss your blessing don't miss your blessing look around you can find cars like these on autotrader new cars used cars
4: electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on autotrader